0: everyone and welcome to another episode of bladed apples a horror podcast dropping a trick or treat bag at some point
1: uh, it has been a, week. a craziness lately <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. uh i'm rocky i'm blaze
0: and uh I think we are happy to be back uh after a bit of a break it's been a little bit a little bit crazy yeah. here recently oh yeah um, <laughs> Uh, but today we will be talking about 1988, or 89, 88 it got
1: released, I think, right? Oh no, uh, I watched the 2008 one you said not to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> my bad. I <laughs> uh, said uh, don't watch this, and I'm like, watch this? <laughs> don't? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. Um, yes, 1988's
0: invi- uh, Invited. Jesus Christ, I'm already fucking up. 1988's <laughs> Uninvited.
1: <The laughs> 1987's, come on in.
0: <laughs> um, and We'll have the usual stuff. We're going to have a video game. We're going to have a, a folk tale. We're going to have some spooky stuff. But before all that, how
1: you been, buddy? Um, These next uh, it's a little sad doing it remotely
0: i'll admit yeah people may notice from the uh from the audio quality that we are doing it over skype today uh and for the foreseeable future until something changes um
1: i had to die
0: (laughs) (laughs) i had to move up to savannah uh savannah georgia for work uh so the show must go on. So we had to uh, start doing it this way for now uh, until further notice. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get you guys up here. That'd be nice. Oh,
1: that's the hope. But, uh, and, yeah. uh, yeah. And then on my side of things, it's, uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that motherfucker. Yeah, go fuck himself. <laughs> you're done with Louis Vuitton. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) 14th is my last day and it feels uh, every bit as slow as I thought it would (laughs) Are you pretty excited about it? I mean, uh, I don't know if the job's going to be much better, but I'm getting paid a lot more and it's not for Louis Vuitton, so I can't imagine it would be worse (laughs) That's already a plus Yeah, exactly So yeah Yeah
0: it's uh, it's good that you got out of there. That was a pretty toxic environment for you,
1: so. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not out of there yet, <laughs> but. Yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> I told them I was leaving, and they said, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. They're like, "Sure, you
0: are. <laughs> Whatever you say." <laughs> uh, so did you watch anything good this week? Oh yeah. Or last couple of weeks, I know that you went
1: on a bit of a movie binge yesterday, right? I sure did. Um, uh, speaking of which, I'm gonna have to figure out. I, I found I I gotta look more into this program that'll let us uh, let you join in and uh, watch movies along with us. Uh, I had Kale and Jordan over, and they came over and watched some movies. We watched uh, Twin Dragon Encounter. Good one. Wonderful, wonderful. Yep. Free on yep. YouTube.
0: About uh, it, it's a
1: twin
0: twin martial arts duo called the McNamara Twins.
1: Yep, you're right,
0: McNamara yep. Max and Martin. Yeah, and it's clearly just kind of like they're they just want to fuck themselves. They want Absolutely, to fuck each other. like they're they're in love with themselves, and they love
1: the fact that they're twins.
0: That's all yeah, the they, movie's about, but it has like some like crazy like homosexual subtext going on. In they're it.
1: like, oh, yeah, I opened a school with a mirror. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we watched uh, Jurassic Prey, mm-hmm. which is holy smokes. It is some of that class A garbage. Like, yeah. it is. It is hard to get through, but a very <laughs> enjoyable, hard to get through. Like, a, oh, my God, are these people fucking serious?
0: <laughs> what? When did it come out? Uh,
1: 2018, I think. 2018
0: oh. or 2013.
1: Yeah, the recent one. Oh, yeah, dude. It is. It is rough stuff. Like, literally, it's like, hey, we're going to rob a bank, and then we're going to go stay in this cabin. But, oh, shit. There's a dinosaur killing everyone by the cabin, and they just never really explain where the dinosaur came from, except for one sentence at the very end of the movie, and they're like, "Well, maybe that mining and stuff brought it up," and that was it. <laughs> I mean, really, that, that's all the uh, that's all the explanation you need. It really is. I uh, <laughs> it was fantastic, and then uh, Jordan miraculously found a Neil Breen movie on Tubi. Yeah. Don't know how to be did that. Was it the first no brain movie he's seen? Yes. It is a. Yeah. Fr- because uh I, I put in um my brain buster copy of Miami Connection because but Cale and Jordan have not seen it. Yeah. They're fucking yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So I fucking put it on. And the first trailer is a Neil Breen trailer for uh, Twisted Twins or something like that, or oh, Twisted yeah, the he plays, uh,
0: he plays two roles. Yes, that's yeah. the one.
1: And okay. uh, I, I think I think he may literally play Cain and Abel in it. I'm I'm not sure though. I don't give a fuck. That man's insane, <laughs> and I love it. I love how fucking crazy that piece of shit is. <laughs> it was yeah. a, it was a hell of a film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah uh but if you if for anyone who doesn't know neil breen movies are uh very hard to find unless you're buying it from neil breen <laughs> yeah yeah and, uh, he
0: made it well the thing was that that like with anything it
1: was free to
0: you know buy on his website then people were like getting and making fun of the stuff and so after a while, he changed it to where, like, you had to, like, mail him and he had to, like, answer, like, a bunch of questions and stuff like that about, like, what are you <laughs> going to use it for and stuff? Because he didn't want people just taking it, like, making fun of it. He just wanted to sell it to people that could going to actually take it seriously, which would be nobody. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brain film. Uh, if you can track down no Breen film, apparently somewhere on Tubi, which is crazy because it's so he wasn't going to maybe you just need the money. I don't know. But it's, uh, yeah, it's
1: called Fateful Findings.
0: Yeah, he's uh He he, he is nuts. You'll never <laughs> guess is. what he does in this one. Uh probably fucking tries to destroy the government. You're absolutely
1: right. He hacks oh, yeah, into yeah. government systems. Oh, he's the best Again, hacker. Yeah, he's like, the best hacker. <laughs> like every other fucking movie he makes. Like,
0: yeah, He's the best hacker he is, uh, he's great at everything He's for anybody that doesn't know he's a um, no brain is like a guy probably in his like 60s or 70s I'd say mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's a lawyer from Las Vegas in real life and he made himself into an action hero in like a series of movies He's not playing the same character in every movie. I mean but he is he might as well be. yeah he, <laughs> he might may as well call them
1: different but they're the same fucking character. And
0: I think his first movie is a movie called Double Down. Yeah. Uh, which is the first one we watch, and he's just—it's a vanity project. I don't know. He wrote, directed, uh, and stars in all these movies, and they're like the—they're awful, but they're so fucking like crazy that you can't stop watching them. They're insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And uh, but here's the fun part. So I, I'm just gonna spoiler alert coming up. Oh no. Are you gonna? Do you think you'll watch it? I think I've already seen this one, so. Oh, okay. So I think a few people <laughs> find these. Like he, he. They all blend he, together. He gets the green screen version of him. You know, this whole movie, he's like, "I'm a writer. I'm a great writer. Is this, I'm is such this, a." Is this, hmm? is this the movie where he figures out how to
0: use a green screen, or is this one where he figures out how to use a drone? This is the green screen. Because there's one where he uses like green screen and stuff. Is this the one with the tiger shot in it? Or was that another one? That's a different one. Damn it. That no. was the other one that we watched together. Yeah. Like I can't tiger, remember the was, name of the that one.
1: It yeah, was so fucking remember. funny, though. Yeah. but anyways, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. So he uh, obviously he green screens himself in front of Congress because. Uh, he like met the love of his life when he was eight and she moved away. And then he got oh,
0: married. Oh. This is his this is his rom com. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: well no, it's still I, about well to no. Yeah, but
0: it, it it has like it's a bunch of like spouses and because he has a best friend that's like married, right? Is it this one?
1: Yep.
0: Where he has his best friend and he's married, but he's like attracted to his like wife. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, I've seen this one. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so okay, the fun part yeah. about this
1: one is instead of him just going around and being like, you're gone, you're gone and everyone disappearing, it's literally like him standing in front of like the, the Senate and being like, I found uh, all the corruption from everyone and then like like this little woman comes up, she's like, I am a senator, and I have done bad, and the people deserve better. Shoots herself in the head. Yeah, and then this the next one is, mind. hi, I am the president of the bank. Not, not any specific bank. The <laughs> <Just> bank. bank. <laughs> hi, I'm the president of the bank, and I'm <laughs> stepping down because we're not handling your money like we should. Hangs himself. Next scene, I'm another congressman, shoots himself in the head. <laughs> like, Doesn't just... does one, like, slice their wrists open? No, a dude does, yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, I've been a bad governor, and I have uh, cheated on my wife, and I don't treat people well, even though, like, every movie he's in, he cheats on his wife. But... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he cuts his wrists in the bathtub. Like, <laughs> me and Jordan were fucking rolling, man. Like, we yeah, could
0: yeah, not That's because it takes such a sharp turn because, like I said, the first half of the movie is like— It's just about relationships. Yeah, it's like a relationship film. It's almost like he's doing, like, I don't know, like a, like a drama film. And then it then takes a sharp turn into regular no-brain territory where it's like, I'm going to hack the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the other
1: part is is that it's like. He it goes into he like tells, insane
0: libertarian shit.
1: He tells everyone that he's hacking the government and then tells them not to tell anybody that he's hacking the government. He's like, yeah, I'm right. hacking the government. You can't tell anyone. Hey, Jim, how are you doing? I'm hacking the government. You can't <laughs> tell anybody. <laughs> like, Just every Jim's person. stepdaughter. You want to have sex with me like all these other women? Well, no, because I am a godlike figure in this horrible world. But I'm hacking the government. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> oh no brain, I
0: love that guy. He he yeah. released the uh you can I think you have to get on his website. The 5-hour documentary
1: like- about his movies.
0: Yeah, it's like a filmmaking course and just him yeah. babbling insanely like the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it is five hours and 40 minutes long. It's awesome. I, <laughs> <He'll bring Bob. laughs> he's so great. <laughs> Come on the show.
0: Um, and it's what great about though that you? To you saw out. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great, though, that you show them. Did they like Miami Connection?
1: They didn't finish it. They didn't finish it. No, they were so obsessed with the Neil Breen commercial, they couldn't stop talking about Neil Breen, so we oh, switched man, to Neil Breen. Oh, they're missing
0: out. See, dude, I had that Miami Connection Blu-ray release from Vinegar Syndrome from a couple of months ago. I still haven't opened it yet or watched it. I need to. Mm-hmm. We love that. That's one of our favorites. Um, it Yeah, is- I saw... So, I saw Nope. Uh, yesterday, I saw Nope. Or, wait, Friday, I saw Nope, Um, which is a new film from Jordan Peele. And for anybody that doesn't know it is his science fiction film or it seems to be an alien film or is it who knows you know i'm not going to spoil anything uh, about the film it's always exciting when jordan jordan pill comes out with a project of course um ever since get out people are always trying to hold him to that level of oh is it going to be as good as get out and that's always a hard thing to do because whenever you come out of the gate swinging uh, with a movie like get out that in my personal opinion is a 10 out of 10 film, you know, I mean, that's, right. that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a watermark to make, um, that people you going to compare all your work after that to that, I mean, the same thing happened like M. Night Shyamalan, you know, probably happened to Quentin Tarantino when he first put Reservoir Dogs out, but he followed up with, you know, Pulp Fiction, every director, if you come out swinging out the gate, you're always going to be judging that one Probably about Edgar Wright with Shaun of the Dead. I mean, it's a common thing. Um us we've talked about before. When well, we we talked about Nope trailer before we talked previously about Jordan Pill and, and my problem with Jordan Pill that I started noticing.
1: They're and not just, ringing him back.
0: Yeah, well, you know, us us is a is kind of plot wise and idea wise, it's all kinda of held together with like chewing gum and tape. <laughs> Right, paper clips. You know, like it's a lot of cool visuals. It's a lot of cool ideas, but I don't yeah, know. If I mean, it it's a still an enjoyable movie. Like Oh, no, I, I, I like us a lot. I think it's a great film, but I, I just think, you know, whenever you have something like get out, that's so poignant and sharp I and mean, the script is so well put together. I mean, it won an Academy Award for best screenplay and rightfully so. And I just rewatched a movie yesterday. I mean, it is so well put together that we see us. It's it's definitely hodgepodge. I kind of blame it on his background is a comedy writer and a sketch comedy writer at that.
1: Yeah, right. Cause it's more throw... like sticking ideas to the wall and yeah, just
0: throw it all out there and see what sticks. And that's definitely what us feels like with Nope. It's a lot more focus of a film. Um, I really d- can't talk about the themes of the movie without. Yeah. Without spoiling it, you know, whatever Um, it does take sharp turns as you probably would imagine with uh, something with Jordan pill, where you may think it's one thing, but it may not be, or there's things that you th- don't think it will be. And it was, you know, it's, it, it, it's a very well put together screenplay. It's a lot more focused than us. And the more I think about it, like after I got out of the theater, I was kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there's subplots in there that don't fit and bah, 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 bah. and then after watching interviews with Jordan Pill and reading other reviews and like critical pieces on it, I saw what he was doing and I now need to rewatch it um, because I think it's a very coherent sharp thing of what he's trying to talk about the different things he's trying to uh trying to purvey and everything um now is it as sharp as the commentary in get out no um but get out is also has such a sharp like it has it has the thing that's talking about in society get out does it's very poignant you know yeah like the things hit so much on that movie because it is so like straightforward and it is so awkward purposefully, you know those situations that you feel the stuff that this movie's talking about is a little bit more i it, there's a lot of things he's talking about, but just the messaging of what it is, I don't think is a thing that's as impactful. On society, as a like, Get Out is, right? Right. But still, really good. Um, there's some like CG stuff that starts happening. It kind of reminded me of like Spielberg, like War of the War of the Worlds, or like Where Scott are like uh, War War of the Worlds, <laughs> War Where of the Worlds, or Scott Derrickson's uh uh The Day the Earth So Still, like any of those like you know like mid 2000s like science fiction movies to start using like a lot of cg and it's weird seeing like jordan pill use a lot of cg in his films after like get out and us were like so much more grounded where didn't really use as much cgi um and just with just how i mean it's just a personal thing about just how movies come out now where it's always so much cg that just kind of turns my brain off you yeah i'm just like ah it's a lot of cg like okay But the messaging and all that stuff is so cool. And Daniel Kaluuya is great. And Kiki Palmer is great. Steven Ewan is great. Like the whole cast is good. And Keith David is in it. So it gets bonus points for Keith David being in it.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) always bonus points. Yeah.
0: So um, I I like it. Um, I like it a lot. I feel like I need to rewatch it. more I sit on it, I really like it. But I feel like I need to uh, have a chance to reevaluate with a second watch.
1: Yeah. But um I, I mean I think that's a good call. Cause I yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um his movies seem
1: that way, like they take better the second
0: time, I think. I, I think it's a better put to, way better put together movie than us. And the more I think about, I think I may like it more than us. But I think there's so much there's a lot of cool stuff in us, and I really like us. You know, I like all his movies, but you know, just with him with that comedy brain stuff, you know. The thing about get out is I think Steven Blum reeled him in on some part of the screenplay, somebody did because right. I heard like in the commentary, him talking about these things that were supposed to be in get out mm-hmm. and he talks about how they decided to take it out. So I think that somebody was like, don't put that in there. And it made everything really tight. And I don't think anybody did that with Nope or with us, but I don't know. Also, what the fuck do I know? Um, other than that, I watched, this is Gore.
1: Did you oh, watch did the you. war yeah. documentary? Good. You don't watch it yet? No, man. Like, Guar still hurts my heart sometimes. There's a lot of Dave Brockie footage in it.
0: I know. <laughs> and you and you learn a lot of things about Dave Brockie in it as well. Where, uh, I guess he's pretty egotistical. Like oh, people really? Love him. People love him, but yeah, just working with him, he always just wanted to like steal the stage from everybody, steal the spotlight from everyone. He did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were, you already knew that?
1: Yeah. Well, no, oh, you mean, you mean just in general, just as just a, in yeah. general. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no. That didn't seem to be a problem for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's
0: uh. So it's it's good. It's, it's a little over two hours long. It's like two hours and twenty minutes long. And I think it's uh. You know, for the for the directors, writer, or the director writer, whoever the team that Is made. Is there it.
1: even any original members in that band anymore? I don't yeah. think Jismock or Balzac were the original Jizmok or Balzac. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Are they? They're the ones that've
0: been there since. I mean, if not, they were like the second one. They've been there since the late '80s, though. They're like the longest running members okay, balsack uh was it Dirk? is that his last name Dirk's yeah, uh yeah, Dirk's has been there since like eighty nine like if he wasn't the first one or eighty eight if he wasn't the first one, he was like right at the beginning, right, and uh their drummer um jsmak yeah, but I can't remember his actual name, uh, yeah, I mean, he was there, I mean they're the longest running members, you know it's Dave Mr
1: Jizmok.
0: and and technically and technically, I mean the lead singer is. Is beefcake
1: right it was the, the original, original I, yeah. i'll be honest it doesn't hold the same to me he does not sound as good well no he doesn't he, he
0: never says he does i mean he talks about in the documentary we just like want to do it for you know for the fans and to keep the legacy alive and everything like that yeah you and know? i, I mean, get he's, that he's one of the original members
1: it just sounds um, like a completely different band now
0: yeah well I, I listened to some of the new stuff off the new record from this year and I don't think it was terrible. I mean, it doesn't have that Dave Brocky kind of charm to everything. Yeah, you
1: know? it's kind of like, hey, do you want to listen to Dead Kennedys without Jell-O? And it's like, fucking no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always wherever vocalist changes because it does kind of change the whole face of the band. and can go It really does. Yeah. But there's that's not holding anything
1: against them. I think it's great they're still going. I'm just, you know, not as fond of it, but, you know, keep Squire alive for the next generation. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I
0: mean, I, the documentary is cool. I like that. It came on shutter. I think it was a cool project for them to put up there and there is definitely a love letter to the band. And I, I think it's worth the watch. Definitely. Um, There's something else we were going to talk about. Oh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I caught up today with uh, episode three and four. I had a time. I hadn't had a, bleh, hadn't had a chance <laughs> to watch them um, until uh this morning. And uh I didn't really I wasn't really big on the first episode, but now mm-hmm. that getting into it, I'm a pretty big fan. Uh I mean, of course I love the show. I love the Laszlo and Colin stuff. Oh dude, baby Colin. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's amazing. Like yeah. I love I that was just, you know, after the last season that was the stuff I was looking forward to. And I kinda like in the last season that they split how they split different characters up. At least they split They split Laszlo and Nadja up, not, not relationship wise, but like had them, like they kind of mixed up the people and who they were hanging out with. So it wasn't always Laszlo and Nadja together. They made, you know, Nadja and, and, uh, Nandor have to go and, and head the vampire council. And they had, they teamed up, you know, Laszlo with Colin. I thought that was really interesting. I think the best stuff last season as well was the Colin and Laszlo, excuse me, Laszlo stuff. It's it's hard to beat Matt Barry in anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. And and this season, I think it's also best of, you know, Laszlo kind of <laughs> trying to, I, I guess, try to turn Colin into into a man or whatever. But like well, he's he trying kind of to turn him style. into somebody
1: who's not fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not he
0: doesn't want him to turn to Colin Robinson, which is I mean, it's going to happen anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah but already he has like more energy and he's more interesting than Colin Robinson normally is. I think what the thing is, is that like Lazlo going to try to do all this stuff and he's going to follow it. And he's going to become boring because of what Lazlo is teaching him instead of like
1: letting him be his normal self. Right. Right. Or everyone's yeah. going to like call him Robinson wearing in Lazlo. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny. I love the, uh, the Fred Armisen part in episode three. Oh yeah, D J Tom. Tom. <laughs> yeah, Doctor D J Tom. D J Tom. <laughs> <DJ> Tom. <laughs> it was good shit. Diagnose this. That's a middle finger in my face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we do in the
1: shadows. The new season's great. I'm enjoying it. Uh, what do you
0: think?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like I've been a Matt Berry guy for so fucking long it is hard for me to watch something he's in and not be in love with it right like i mean from uh, th- the mighty boosh to it crowd which you hate but i'm telling you him in that show it's hilarious uh, No, no. watch i watch the clips with him in it you show me those and i'm like oh this is
0: funny but just i'm not a laugh track guy <laughs> yeah like like and if a Darth show Grange has a laugh track place, Yeah. Like if it's, if it's like of a certain time, like you're watching an old show, like, you know, on the family or like Jefferson's or some shit, then like, okay, fine. But like it it shows me like the two thousands. It has like a fucking laugh track normally turns me off. So I'm not fucking with, you know, how I met your mother fucking uh what was the other one that was popular?
1: Uh Bazinga fuckers. <laughs> the fuck is the it Bazinga fuckers. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that show called? Oh um, fuck, man. It, it, you know, I could remember it in any other fucking day. The, I'm trying to think of the song. Da, 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 something about oh, World uh, The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> like, Big Bang Theory, yes. That, that yeah, shit. fuck that show.
0: Like I, I'm just not a laugh track sitcom kind of guy, like post 2000s, I guess. <laughs> like I don't know. So when it's, like IT crowd comes on, and has this like laugh track and stuff, I'm like, I'm sure these jokes are way funnier without the laugh track.
1: They are. They are. So I like wish. Off. I and wish then... somebody would come out with a cut where there's no laugh track, and I bet that, I bet you would end up loving the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably, because I like. I mean, I like the clips, some clips you showed me and stuff like that. It's Just.
1: But the laugh track is like, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that and toast to London. Like just anything he does is mm-hmm. like gold to me. And, uh, this he's is good, no different. In, in What's that? He's a good musician too. Oh yeah. He really is. He's got a band and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think the new season's great, and I loved the entire cast. Which, you know, after seeing the movie, I I was like the first person who was like, "Ooh, I'm worried about it, this TV show," and they yeah, could have found to watching it. Uh, yeah, and they couldn't have found three better people to be in it. Yeah, four. Do well, we five. count Guillermo?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, with Guillermo, it's still five. Well, well like, I don't count Guillermo.
1: No.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but but the, okay, then just the four vampires are like called Yeah, they're calling. Yeah, um, they're yeah, amazing. I mean, it's a great crowd. I actually, I I think the show. I mean, you know, the show's had a lot more time also than than the movie. But I I think the comedy in the show is like just better than the movie. Like ever rewatch the movie after watching so much of the show, I'm like, man, I feel like the jokes in the show are just funnier.
1: Yeah, I could I could see that like. I don't know like I wish Taika Waititi would go back and focus on shit like that instead of Thor I mean he can do what the fuck he wants
0: I haven't seen the new Thor I haven't heard great things about it no it has not been doing well from what I hear but he's been producing so many shows he's been doing so many shows uh, Thor you... love and blunder <laughs> did you watch uh, like recently I watched Our Flags Mean Death or Our Flag Means Death did you watch that the pirate show he did no, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It took it took a few episodes to get into it, but it plays Blackbeard in that show. Tiger what TD does. Yeah. And he's dressed like Mad Max. Like he's literally dressed like Mad Max. <laughs> okay, that might be funny. Um, And the, the lead actor in it, though, is the guy that plays the leader of the werewolves. in what we do in the shadows, the movie. Oh, oh fuck. What is his name? He's he's on fucking Flight the Concords. Also, I think.
1: He's, yeah, uh, he's yeah, he's their manager. Laser manager. He's a funny yeah. dude funny dude but it's
0: it's them so it's a bunch of the same guys and stuff and take away td it has like some seriously heavy like gay overtones which is pretty great and this will like piss people off as the show kind of went on i guess like what the fuck like my supervisor my old job didn't like it because of that and i'm like why it's like i mean big empire is probably pretty gay yeah (laughs) i mean you're on a ship all the time with a bunch of guys like yeah so what you gotta do
1: what you gotta do man
0: but there's like this big, like romantic, like plot in it and stuff that gets like crazy as it kind of goes along. And, and I like it. Yeah, I think it's a pretty funny show. I don't think it's as funny as other things that Taika Waititi has done, but I think it's pretty good. Right. I think it's worth the watch. There's only one season, it's on HBO Max, and they're working on the second season right now. And they're all 30 minute episodes. So you can get through it pretty fast. Oh,
1: okay. I'll check it out.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, Anything else? Nope. That's all I got. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to our main topic and the trailer
1: yes the uninvited yes trailer time trailer time
0: they say cats have nine lives you have only one a poisonous cat now how's that possible (laughs) You're gonna be richer than your wildest dreams.
1: Nothing's going to keep me from getting to the Caymans. Are you scared of a little cat? Yeah, you're damn right I am. You see it? I got the poison in my blood!
0: (laughs) Now start the engine and get us headed for the Caymans.
1: Oh, my God. You mean they actually poisoned that poor cat, and now it's dangerous to all of us. What are you laughing at? You're going to die.
0: Uninvited, starring George Kennedy and Alex Cord. You'll never look at a cat in the same way again. All right. Uninvited. It is, by, huh? <laughs> it is <laughs> a film. Huh? It is <laughs> a film. Directed around by Graydon Clark. Um, yeah, you, know,
1: you never saw this movie before, did you? No, no, this is my first time. <laughs>
0: This was my this was my recommendation. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what, what we want to do next. You had an idea, yep. and I said, "No, that's fucking
1: stupid. I'm not yeah, doing Yeah, that's that. true. No,
0: no, no. I just didn't have time because the the original idea is we were going, which will probably be the next. He
1: episode. said that idea was so fucking awful that I'm moving away. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have to get the fuck away from you before I get real pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> No, uh, the, the idea that you
0: had is a good idea, which will be the next episode where it's going to be, but it's two films. It's a, it's the original and the remake and we're going to be comparing them mm-hmm. and, uh, with my work schedule and well, it's more than my work schedule. My work schedule is fine. I've been getting out like at five o'clock every day and I have like, I've got a lot more time with this new job than I did my old. Correct. Yeah. Um, but it was just, um, it was, it was the internet coming into my apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xfinity. I guess I guess whatever fucking asshole had this apartment before I did because Xfinity is the internet provider for yeah, yeah, well, not not once I went to the store, they were very helpful. But getting a hold of anybody on the phone is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um but uh when I moved in this apartment, I guess whoever lived in this unit before I did, um Got the apartment red flagged and he got sent to collections and I couldn't figure out like, I'm like, well, I'm not that person. I just moved in this past weekend and they, I kept on getting like sent around and talked to like 20 different people on the phone until finally one was like, just go to the Xfinity store and bring your lease with you and just show them that you're not the person. And whenever I went there, the guy was like, oh yeah, the person that like moved out of your unit, like they owe over like a thousand dollars to us. Holy crap. How do you get that far behind on an internet bill? Dude. And then whenever, I mean, I guess it's a matter cause you know, nobody knows where I live and they don't know the names of the people either. But whenever I pulled out the mailbox, i post
1: them in the Instagram.
0: <laughs> when I pulled, whenever I checked my mailbox for the first time, there's a stack of letters that's literally this big and for people that are listening, my hand is like, as far as my fingers and thumb can go <laughs> like l- legitimately, like a stack of letters there were medical bills and fucking like which i i didn't open them but i can only imagine from just seeing who they were from medical bills tax collectors like all these different things they're just like like Oh wow. Uh,
1: excuse the dogs.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, i didn't I, I didn't see them. Uh so uh yeah i had i had to deal with that so we didn't have a lot of time for me to watch two films on shutter. Uh so i just kind of had to wait And I was able to knock out a film and we chose Uninvited, which you had never seen before. Correct. And um, what what did you think of Uninvited?
1: Well, (laughs) it's definitely one of those movies I think I would have enjoyed better watching with somebody. Um, (laughs) Instead, it was just me on the couch cupping my balls watching it. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, huh, that cat's really fucking people up. (laughs) <laughs> and uh george kennedy sounds like he was given four lines and he just repeated them like the entire time yeah. i don't like punk kids i hate these <laughs> punk kids don't i tell you i don't like punk kids get well, rid of I, these punk kids
0: as we go along this movie has some people that we've ran into on previous episodes of our podcast yeah. movies we've, we've talked about um george kennedy being one Who's in Nightmare at Noon that we mm-hmm. talked about a few episodes ago. And uh Naked George Kenny's in this movie. Clue Gulager's in this movie. Um, which Clue Gulager people know from wh- horror fans will know from. He's Bert in Return of the Living Dead. He's the owner of You Need a Medical Supply. Um, he's also the dad in Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Clue Gulliger's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, I love, I love clue Gulliger every time he shows up, um, you know, he doesn't have a lot to do in this other than get killed by a cat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> pretty immediately.
0: Uh, uh, Graydon Clark, the director writer, um, is kind of an exploitation, uh, mainstay. He, before he was directing writing, he was a star in a bunch of films or act in a lot of films, a lot of films of director Al Adamson, who was kind of a schlock schlocketeer <laughs> he's okay. a schlocketeer um he's uh uh do you do you know anything about al adamson no i don't so al adamson was the exploitation director i actually have a box set of a bunch of his movies right over there he made all kinds of genre films uh he was murdered and found dead like buried a lot uh, buried under his house after he was murdered and they, they, shit. They, yeah and they released a documentary i think the documentary about it is on shutter about his career and everything but l adamson made like a shit ton of bad fucking movies um and they're all awful and they're all super exploitive and they're most of them are hard to get through but i mean they were like biker films like horror films kung fu films uh things like dynamite brothers or like uh dracula versus frankenstein and they were all like really cheap and like super cheap and bad and uh yeah if you get a chance to watch an l adamson film i don't know if you'll ever ha- want to watch another one
1: <laughs> did you have the box set of him or did Chris buy that? No, I, I have it. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I think from, I know I what you're from, talking about then. Yeah,
0: I got it from Severin. It's cool because the box cover, the box art, the cover of it looks like a, a famous Monsters of Filmland magazine cover with his face on it. It's pretty cool. and kind of like a booklet talking about his career and everything like that. Um, but Grant and Clark was a lot of those until he went and started writing and directing Exploitation films of his own. He did black shampoo. He was famous for doing Satan's cheerleaders. Um, he did high riders. He did a movie called without warning, um, which I don't know if you've seen me and Chris watch it together, uh, which was very influential on predator. Actually the alien, the guy that plays the alien in without warning, played the alien in predator. Um, and it stars Jack Palance and Martin Landau and Cameron Mitchell's in it for a little bit. Also,
1: um,
0: and uh great and
1: clark Martin out of who? jack who cameron,
0: <laughs> mitchell. <laughs> cameron mitchell who dies right at the very beginning of the movie <laughs> um but uh yeah so let's get into it i guess uh this is a movie that he made um at some point <laughs> <laughs> in the 80s <laughs> um and yeah so I'll start. I may need some help talking about it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll I'll try and fill in where I can. So the movie starts. We're in a lab facility. We well actually don't know it's a lab facility yet. It's we start and we think we're at a veterinarian's office. And you're like, oh look, there's this cat.
1: This cat's we sick. Gotta, yeah, fix this cat.
0: <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with it. And then the cat runs off, and they are like, oh no, the cat ran off. And then we find out we're
1: in a lab facility. <laughs> Yeah, after the sirens are going off and people are approaching <laughs> it in hazmat suits. Really, really clunky looking fucking hazmat suits. Like, they look like a bad guy from like those 60s sci fi serials. Like.
0: <laughs> and this house cat's running around. It's a little ginger house cat. It's kind of just running around. People are like, oh my god, the cat's loose. And I mean, alarms are going up here, running downstairs. They have equipment. They got hazmat suits. Like he said, they're trying to find this fucking thing. The guy who we thought was a doctor. Well, he may be a scientist, but he's not a veterinarian. He's like, oh my God, we have to find this thing before it gets out. And like that guy's in hazmat suits. They, they corner the cat and all of a sudden blood just are spraying on the fucking walls. So you don't see what the fuck happens. Mm-hmm. The Cameras are going dead. It's chaos. And the guy, the doctor's assistant is like, oh, I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, there's no way it can get out. It's like, are you out of your fucking mind?
1: Have you seen (laughs) this fucking cat?
0: So they go down the parking area and they try to find it. And the cat's already killed a security guard and everything's going fucking nuts. And and the, the doctor has a gun. He's walking around looking for it. And he comes face to face with the cat. He's like, oh no. And then we find out the cat opens its mouth. To reveal another cat. <laughs> a little mutated cat comes out of the cat's mouth. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is our monster of uninvited. <laughs> it's a cat inside of a cat. <laughs> catception. And Yes, catception. And kills the fuck out of the professor. And it runs off and jumps onto the back of a truck.
1: Uh, I think it was it just gets out of a storm drain and starts running around the city and then like that homeless guy feeds it. And and then somebody's like, hey, can I get change for can you park my and then beats up the homeless valet guy like for literally like. That's not that's not what happens. It's not a
0: homeless valet guy. No, what happens is the cat goes and it's a guy that works at the gas station. He's like, Oh, it's a cat. Like he's paying the cat and gives him some food and a guy comes up, there's like, Hey, can you give me five dollars on pump whatever? And the guy's like, Okay. And the guy runs into his car and gets in the car and drives off with it. They rob after him. After he decks him. Yeah, after he decks him. Yeah. <laughs> and robs him and drives off, the cat jumps in onto the truck and then attacks the guy that robbed the guy yep. that's been kept. the cat. And the truck goes careening off of a bridge. <laughs> I was waiting for it to explode, but it doesn't. Which it gets a it gets a point deduction for that.
1: Yeah, it did not explode, so two
0: thumbs down. Yes, it needs to explode. If you if you're if you're a low budget film and your car goes careening anywhere or even lightly hitting a tree, it needs to blow up and probably blow up before it even hits the tree.
1: Like it, see, like it needs to like Simpson style, like slowly a leaf falls on it and it explodes.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um. So uh, from here we're introduced to who we think are our two main characters at first, uh, which are two girls named Bobby and Bobby Jamie and or something. Bobby and Suzanne.
1: Is it Suzanne? Why did I think it started with a J?
0: Yeah, because uh, you thought they were saying Juzan. Oh. She's <laughs> Um And they're, they're where's the set, Miami?
1: Uh, yes, I think it is Miami. And I
0: guess it's like spring break in the area. And they're, you know, they're. Scantily clad party going women I guess actually they got these pretty They like cut their shirts they have these Yeah, it looked kind of cool though. Like they, they did they, a good they, job. Long, I even took a note of it. They have these extra long shirts that they cut like stylishly
1: with to show their bikinis. Clothes. Yeah. It was like wow, talented and erotic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh my question is is who goes on a spring break vacation and does not plan a place to stay before going well i guess
0: they thought they were going okay so the, in a little bit i'll tell you why i had this idea because of a scene that happened soon after but i guess they thought the idea was like ah, oh, like we're two like hot babes like we'll be able to like trick dumb guys into like letting us like stay with them and not have to like pay or whatever right because mm-hmm. it kind of seems what they do with another group we're, we're gonna meet in a little bit here right right uh, which brings another question I have when we get to that point, but they, they've been walking around carrying their luggage all around and they get to this really fancy hotel and they're like, might as well just go and in the lobby here. <laughs> and they go in the lobby and immediately the people that work, they're like, fuck no, no <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, you get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you clearly don't belong here. And from the balcony, um, uh, a mustachioed man is watching mr walter walter graham uh and he comes down the stairs he's like oh what's what's the problem and they're like sir this uh these ladies they just walked in with their holy shirts on (laughs) he's like they're with me they're my guests it's like but sir it's like fuck off (laughs) like seriously go you know how much cocaine
1: want. I sell to stay here.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yes, uh, uh, they find out that Walter is some big shot. We find more about him in a little bit. Number one
1: stockbroker on Wall Street slash is, drug
0: dealer. <laughs> yeah, he's made a shitload of money, at least face-wise. Yeah, as uh, stock as a, as playing stocks, and apparently he's very successful in doing that. Um, and he treats them to dinner, buys them all kinds of caviar and shit, like whatever. And then he's like, Hey, how about you come out to my boat to party? Uh, after George Kennedy comes in and we're introducing George Kennedy as kind of his, uh, right hand man or partner in crime, Uh maybe muscle. Oh no. He kind of keeps them to a schedule or whatever. And, uh, uh, he's like, all right, ladies, like enjoy. Have fun, whatever. I'll have a limo come, take you to the ship uh, to my yacht and we'll go from there at midnight. So they're like, okay. We follow Walter and uh, and uh, George Kennedy. I can't
1: remember George Kennedy's character's name. <laughs> George Kennedy. Uh, 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 oh God, I remembered it. I, th- I feel like, Kevin? Maybe, maybe. I can uh, look that. Yeah, look it up.
0: Uh, They go out to the ship. Um, We are introduced to Gulligar's character, whose name is uh, um, Albert. Albert, yes. Uh, Along with Klugelligar has these big, stupid, fucking fake teeth in. (laughs)
1: Yeah, why? I don't. I have no idea. Like,
0: I guess this character's supposed to be like an idiot. I don't know. Like, I guess he's supposed to be like dumb guy character, and
1: you know, so they gave him like dumb guy teeth. I don't know. Mike Harvey is George Kennedy's character. Mike, I thought it was Mike. Okay. Man, I totally nailed it with the Albert, though. That's right. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was Albert. Um, so Walter had a is a meeting on his yacht with some guy that he was la- was he laundering money through him. Uh, I don't know what the guy. Through so, Mike? No, no, no. Through the guy, he has to go have a meeting with on the yacht.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He's been laundering money through his company.
0: Yeah, but the the SEC now knows about like what
1: he's been doing,
0: and the guy's like, I oh, don't know, like I may have leaked information, or they fi- figured it out through me, or something.
1: I didn't so tell did. nobody.
0: So he has, so he has Albert kill him. <laughs> he has Albert drown him. Uh, Albert also isn't involved in the criminal activities, really, except for that. Like, you just see, I I, don't, I really know what Albert does.
1: No, <laughs> like I have no idea. Guy. He's like an assistant that just kind of, like, stands around, uh, drinks wine, and kills one person.
0: <laughs> but is he, is he Walter's friend, or is he friends with, with the girl who's the captain?
1: No, he's Walter's friend. Oh, then why does she care if he's steering the ship or not later on? because oh no because the he asks her to come to to the party with them walter does yeah and that's when she's like they're like oh we'll have albert steer the boat and he does a terrible job and then she comes up and says stop steering the boat you buck tooth fuck <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty much what happens um so uh uh after this scene
0: is done. Oh, yeah. Also, after Albert kills the guy, he goes into shock. <laughs> and Who they're goes like, in the shock? Him, huh? Albert goes in the shock? Yeah, because he's like all shaky and shit afterwards. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> the guy, he's like all like shaking. like, what the fuck is this, Dale? It's like you said your friend just randomly strangle a guy. And it doesn't even a, seem like he has any point in like he has no connections to the money they're trying to get to.
1: Next question. They're on a yacht. Yeah. That's in the water. Yeah. And they drown him in the hot tub that's on the yacht. Yeah. Why didn't they just tie him near a rope and drown him in the ocean? Well,
0: because later on in this movie, uh, more people die from just dropping in the ocean randomly. So I guess they didn't want to overdo
1: it too much. <laughs> yeah, they did just like throw everyone overboard. <laughs>
0: That actually becomes a, almost a subplot that every time somebody dies, they just wrap up
1: his sheet. Yeah, they just mummy him them and throw him away. And they don't even go like, oh no, they're just like, fuck. <laughs> Shoot.
0: So we hard cut from this. Oh, that to... was Corey.
1: He was my best friend. Bye. <laughs> see, you yeah, later. see you
0: later. Yeah. We hard cut from <laughs> this to to uh, uh, a couple of guys sitting at a table at a restaurant bar, something. hmm And they're like, "Oh man, like maybe we'll meet some babes while down here." And they both look like douches. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Suzanne and Bobby walk into the place, and they're like, "Whoa, these chicks are like walking over here. Like, oh man, oh, they're coming to sit down at our table. Whoa." And they we can't let down. them know we
1: don't have a sick hotel
0: room yeah they're like we're actually just breaking up we're we're just like going and hanging out in hotel lobbies <laughs> also trying to have somebody put us up um but no they walk up they sit down i'm like oh well
1: they don't know each other
0: but they immediately start talking to each other like they do know each
1: other yeah and then they're like hey you want to come into this party where oh uh some guy we met and he's like oh my god walter graham I'm a big stock boy too. I love stocks. So does Walter, and he's the biggest stock boy of them all. I'm go. I gotta go to this fucking party. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm like very curious. Like, what kind of person does it take to be like, hey, this one person invited me to go to a party with my friend. And I've met them for about 30 minutes, and they put me in a hotel and paid for my dinner. Uh, but I'm also going to find a group of random people and invite them as well.
0: Just random dudes. And it immediately makes everything awkward once they get to the boat, of course. Um, yes. But, yeah, it's it's Corey, who's the guy you're talking about. Right? Is that his name? Corey. Uh, there's Corey Lance. And I can't remember the other guy's name. Who, he's probably like the least annoying Martin. character. Though. Martin. So Corey is the one you're talking about that's like, I love stocks. Let me tell you about Walter Graham. Because I'm she's yeah. like Walter. And he's like, Walter Graham? And she's like, yeah, I just, guess. I don't fucking know. And he's like,
1: like, yeah, it's some old dude who wants to fuck us.
0: But... And <laughs> he's like, I want to fuck him. So. <laughs> I want to suck his dick. I think Corey was way more into him. Uh, yeah, Corey and Lance is his buddy, his curly head friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, who him and Bobby headed off, I guess immediately because when she sits down uh, after they invite him to the boat, she immediately grabs his cock.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty immediate. She
0: immediately grabs. And that's why I was like, Oh, they must know each other because not only do they sit down because I immediately forgot the line when they're like, Oh, these two chicks are like walking up to us. Like, Oh my God, they're going to sit down with us. When they sit down, like I said, they immediately just start talking to each other. Like they've known each other forever. And then she just grabs Lance's dick. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they know each other. Like, I guess they're all in this together where they're just like plotting stuff to get like hang out on like rich dudes like stuff. But no, that's not the case. They literally don't know each other. No, nope. but it doesn't matter. They might as well have known each other. Yeah. Martin, their other friend, who's like their nerdy friend comes and sits down and they're like, oh, it's fucking Martin.
1: <laughs> it's like Guys, we really have to figure out a place to stay because I'm the smart one. Shut up, you fucking pin-dick needle nerd. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to a yacht party. <laughs> a yacht oh, party? Guys, this really doesn't good. sound like a good idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look too bad. So they go down to the port, and while they're walking there, they hear the meowing of a cat. And they open up a bin, and a cat's in there. It's a cat from earlier. And you a take couple a cat. of mo- a couple of them are like, well, fuck that. Leave that fucking thing there. And Suzanne's like, no, I'm going to take it with me. And Martin's like, that's a good idea. We should bring this cat with us.
1: Yeah, there's no reason not to bring this cat. They say it's good to have cats on boats. Little did fucking Martin know. <laughs> it's like, you also, know- again, now what kind of person is it that invites a random group of strangers to somebody who's been taking care of you and... Just invited you to a party after like buying your dinner and keeping you a hotel, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna bring a bunch of random people and a cat. Yeah, exactly. Now, a that's stray a cat. And he's like, yeah. this thing's gonna shit all over your yacht. <laughs> and
0: that's the thing. Like, I mean, yeah, five five people are cr- you know right? Five is company. Five and a cat is a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and they go and they and that's the thing they go on the ship but walters immediately like fuck that i'm allergic to cats like i hate cats don't bring them on my fucking boat and he's about to just make them all go it's like wait okay first of all you brought a fucking cat and i hate cats second of all you brought three fucking dudes <laughs> Well, clearly like you know I'm, I'm I'm trying to just bang you which yeah. i guess happened which i'll get to in a second because <laughs> there's a scene that's missing out of this movie right are you shitting me Yes. You oh, you are you shitting
1: me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about like what he's saying?
1: No, like th- there's really a missing scene where they sleep yeah, well,
0: with there, him. There has to be. Okay, so here's the thing. Real quick, when they get on the boat, he's like, "Fuck that. You guys are coming here like Albert comes up on a boat, he gets like he's like, "Oh, here's the boat brought Albert back from shore. You guys are getting this boat, and you're getting the fuck out of here. You're not invited anymore. You're you're uninvited." <laughs> all five of you and your fucking furball asshole cat (laughs) getting on this fucking boat and you're getting out of here. And Albert's like, Oh my God. Like the feds are on their way. Like we need to get like off into international water. And he's like, you guys really got to go now. And they're like, but, but, but Walter, like the girl's like, but Walter, why don't we party? And you need like strong men to help you like man the ship. And he's like, fuck it, whatever. But you guys are working. And they pull off, right? The scene, pull that I think off. Missing, the scene that I think is missing because when I was watching it, I'm like, okay. So the night they met Walter, they're supposed to, a limo is supposed to pick them up and take them to party at the yacht that night. Right. Mm-hmm. But the next time we see them, it's like them in meeting, the morning. Yeah. Corey and Lance. So we don't see the party. So I'm like, oh, I guess. That was just a mistake. It's supposed to be like that night they're going, but no. Cause once they walk into like the party, like there's like a, like a cabin or like a party cabin where there's like, you know, there's like a dance area and there's like a sound system and a bar and all that stuff. And there's like clothes that are strew over like different pieces of furniture. Right. And like Suzanne makes a remark that it was like that she basically references that Walter like fucked both of them. Meaning they were already there the night before. Hmm. Because, like, I think it was Lance. It's like, well, looks like crazy party, and Suzanne's like, "Oh, oh, if you only knew. So I guess like that scene just isn't there, but they were on the. They were on the ship the night before. Ew. Yeah, exactly, and that—that's what makes it even weirder that they take these like three random guys with them onto the yacht, and then like later on, Walter's like trying to like hit on them and stuff. They're like, "Ew, no!" It's like, <laughs> it's like, you guys came on my boat, you drank on my booze, and ate on my caviar, and we had a <laughs> three-way <laughs> with with George Kennedy sitting in the corner jerking off. <laughs> and Albert crying, drinking wine.
1: That's what yeah, George exactly Kennedy weird. does. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I don't know. I think that scene's missing. I don't know. But it happened, but we don't see it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, of course, uh, they're partying. Walter's, of course, I mean, Walter is a dick. He's not a likable guy. No. But understandably, he's being a dick to these three guys that are just like <laughs> partying on his yacht that he doesn't know as well. And, yeah, they're they're a little upset because they're like, oh, well. Uh, The feds are getting us. So basically, they're on a timeline. They got to be in the Cayman Islands. Yeah. The next day by like. Yeah, to get like the money out of this bank
1: before Before the
0: feds feds shut down all of his accounts. Yeah. And there's like millions in it. And him and George Kennedy or Mike uh, are going to take the money and run. Apparently, Albert doesn't know anything about it. I don't fucking know. I don't know why Albert's there. (laughs) Albert does know because he knows the feds are coming. Yeah, but like, I guess he doesn't get a cut of the money. How? I don't know.
1: Well, I, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. He really was a- going to get a cut of the money. Remember when he died? They were like, "Oh no, Albert went overboard," and they're like, "We should turn around." They're like, "Nah," and yeah. then they discussed well, it. And they're money. like, "Well, hey, now we get to split this." That's true. Yeah, that's right.
0: So they're all partying like that night. I don't know. I'm probably skipping some shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, they're <laughs> probably partying. So partying that night and it's a big storm. And, uh, oh yeah, we're also introduced to the captain of the boat is a young woman whose dad owned the yacht before her and he put it up as collateral to some debt he owed to Walter Yeah. or Walter bought it, bought it on an auction or something, but the guy, the, the her dad couldn't own the boat anymore. he'd give it up. And all she wants is a ship. And Walter kind of uses her as his personal chauffeur of the uh, yacht, his personal driver, to pay off the debt. And then he's eventually, allegedly going to give her the yacht. So we're introduced to her. And uh, everybody's like getting to know each other in the boat. Her and Martin hit it off pretty fast um, because he's the only one that's not a dick douche, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but she has like no personality at all.
1: Oh, my God. Some of the most unmotivated acting I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's pretty bad. How dare Um, you? Don't you dare (laughs) talk about him that way. I'm so furious right now. Please, Albert, you are so drunk. Let me take control of the wheel. Albert, I'm going to kill you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's about that's about the level of acting we're getting from her yep so um uh storm's hitting pretty hard they're going into it uh right beforehand though she's like hey like walter's like let, let me let me steer the ship for a while and she's like walter like no he's like i want to help and stuff she's like fine like fucking whatever <laughs> like just keep the line like keep it lined up And like, cause you keep, you're going to go off course. And he does. And he's like, you're going off course. Like, please like pay attention. He's like, okay. To which he replies by merely going behind him and getting a bottle of wine and getting pissed drunk.
1: (laughs) Yep. Oh, you mean Albert, not Walter. Oh, Albert. Sorry. Not Walter. Albert. My
0: bad. Yes. Albert gets pissed drunk while everybody else is downstairs. Um, and while this happens, this cat is just wandering around the fucking ship, (laughs) which we all know is actually uh, a cat a, within a cat it's <laughs> a double else. cat yeah it's double cat uh, and
1: so uh what happens after that he's just he's just he's spitting wine on it <laughs> he just starts <laughs> spitting wine on the cat and then the cat inside of the cat comes out of the main cat and kills walter <laughs> albert Albert, shit, now you gotta be doing it. This is your fucking fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was he was super drunk and he's like singing to himself. And doesn't Rachel come back up and she's like, Hey, will you fucking like why are you drunk right now? And does she take over and then he like walks yeah, out? Yeah, She takes cabin. over
1: and then he goes and spits wine all over a cat.
0: But is he trying to take a piss first? Is yes. he trying to pee? Yeah. Yes. And the cat's there and he just starts spitting wine on the cat. Yes, and the cat within a cat. Inception cat bites him. And, he died. And, and also, like the, some of the gore effects and like makeup effects are pretty are pretty good. Yeah, they are. Um, there's some pretty good use of squibs as we're going to get into a little bit and stuff. So when we like bite some and like the blood starts like flowing out and all, that's pretty cool. And the cat goes and uh, Albert gets bit and he falls over the ship and they just keep on going. They don't even know that he's gone until the next day. Nobody can find Albert. They're looking for him, they find the blood stain, uh the blood trowels and everything. Like, oh my god, he was drunk, he hit his head, he fell over. And like you said, they're like, Oh, we should go back and find him. It's like, fuck that. Like, we need to get no, out of here. They're like, nah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no way in hell. Um, so uh uh they're they just continue going on. <laughs> and during this time, Walter is trying his luck with the ladies, it's not working. Um, Bobby and Lance are hitting it off pretty hard. Suzanne and Corey are hitting it off pretty hard. And Rachel and Martin are hitting it off pretty hard, I guess. And Walter's just being slimy <laughs> with yeah. his gigantic hands. He's, he's, he's these giant hands. <laughs> the, once I noticed it, it was hard not to notice.
1: Um, <laughs> and so what happens after that blaze? So, uh, we're at the party, correct? Uh, they're at the party again, probably, sure. Oh, yeah, 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 on the, the, the deck. But they're like,
0: they're just hanging around the boat at this so point.
1: So, you know, she's like, you know, we need to turn around, we gotta report this. And he's like, you know what? If you fucking just keep going to the Caymans, we'll I will give you this boat. Yeah. And... We just got to forget about that. And you can report it as soon as we, you know, come back from the Caymans. And right. she's like, well, okay, I guess we'll do that. Uh, so then. Uh, Walter gets drunk again, walks into the room on what's what's the other girl's name? Not Bobby. Suzanne. Suzanne. Was it Suzanne or was it Bobby? No, it was Bobby. Bobby. It was Bobby's
0: Bobby. Doing, we're doing. Uh, and
1: sizing whatever the fuck. Her yoga. Yeah, she's doing jazzercise, and he's going up and sniffing her butthole. And <laughs> he's, inappropriate. he's like, hey, like, let me yeah. start touching all over you because I'm an old man, and it's the 80s, and who's going to believe you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And um, so he starts throwing her to the couch and is about to do stuff, and then comes in Lance, and Lance is like, Hey asshole and then tackles walter and after tackling walter uh mike comes in mike kennedy i mean mike mike by george George kennedy Kennedy. but mike yeah yeah uh comes in and shoots the kid in the arm and then goes to shoot the kid in the head and even walter's like whoa like maybe (laughs) We don't need to kill him, right? <laughs> listen, I was about to just rape this innocent woman. But come on, shooting a kid? <laughs> shooting a kid. I mean, you don't do that until after you rape Then <laughs> <laughs> Can you shoot the witnesses?
0: <laughs> but it's also um, the 80s, and I'm rich. Well, actually, yeah. that happens now, also, sadly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so who's going to believe her? We're on a yacht. Walter's a yeah. bad
1: man. He's a, He's bad a terrible person. person. <laughs> and... uh yeah, so as he goes to shoot him, out comes mutant double cat. And rips- out from under the couch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out yeah. from under the couch and yeah. uh, rips apart George Kennedy's ankle. And George Kennedy is now down on the ground. The gun has been grabbed. Everyone's stopped, and now they're trying to take care of Mike who is George Kennedy. And for some he's reason, not doing well. Yeah, he is now, there's some sort of venom in the cat. And then Martin even brings up, he's like, maybe the cat's poisonous. He's like, poisonous cat. Like, that's crazy. But maybe. like,
0: <laughs> Well, they don't belief. it's like, the cat bit me. It's like you're your fucking mind. The
1: other thing I don't get <laughs> is like why do the like the the wounds pulsate like something's about to come out in alien and it happens like to his leg and then to his stomach and then nothing happens. They just throw him out.
0: Yeah, it happens to multiple characters. Um yeah. I'll go blame for it. I guess it's just the radio. So Martin has some background in he goes to school for something. He's some scientist of some sort, right? Cause he goes on like this expository dialogue and then he starts like testing like the samples and stuff a little bit later on. Okay. And you find out that the cat that's inside the cat <laughs> is irradiated. And if it bites you, uh, you're fucked like you're fucked there's just nothing you can do and yeah you, you start getting these like growths and pulse steps are pulsating it looks like something's going to blow out of them like
1: yeah like and i keep, you keep waiting for it and it doesn't happen i'm just going to let you know ahead of time if you're waiting for some like another cat to burst out of somebody or that a smaller awesome. or a smaller version of that person bursting out of that person <laughs> it's not going to happen <laughs> they have been awesome <laughs> A miniature mutated George Kennedy pops out of George Kennedy. That would
0: have been so good.
1: That, that would, would have, have been happened. amazing. I should have made this movie. Um. <laughs> yeah,
0: nothing great. But yeah, nothing happens. Like even if they would just like split up, just to uh, like just the, the the boils or like whatever, the growth just blowing open. Like mm-hmm. like fucking like Planet Terror or some shit, you know, like just like pus going everywhere. Been awesome, but no, it's just nothing. But it looks cool. It looks painful, and yeah, his 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 heartbeat is like erratic, and yeah, he's he's not doing good. Um, and then he eventually dies. Uh, and they're all like, he's like, the cat bit him. It's like, are you your fucking mind? A <laughs> cat bit him. Like, was he yeah. was it fucking Charlie Tuna over here? Like, come on. <laughs>
1: And then the next scene, after they just flip his body overboard, they're like, all right. (laughs) Is uh, Bobby going to sexually thank Lance for trying to save her? She's like, does it hurt? Does your arm hurt? He's like, you know, it's funny. I can't even feel it. She's like, well, I'll show you something you can feel. He's like, yeah, it is really funny. I can't feel my arm. She's like, well, why don't you move it over here? Moves the pillow, the fucking cat. Inside of a cat is eating the shit out of his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, oh God, uh, that's why I can't feel anything. And then uh, he immediately go, goes. Fuck, I'm fucked. I'm yeah, fucked. he's like, fuck, I'm fucked. I got to I'm going to die. And he jumps overboard. <laughs> they, they both go overboard. Yeah, Bobby goes overboard. And then Martin and Corey try to save. I think they save Bobby, right? No. No, Bobby no. dies, too
0: boat that's that that's what i was referencing earlier where i'm like people just fall off this boat and they're just they're just gone
1: gone forever yeah <laughs> that's so why that's why like, the guy got dr-
0: yeah the guy got drawn in the hot tub earlier and Susan's it was like what are you doing now
1: because
0: literally i mean actually by by the, the rules of this movie they could just throw that guy overboard and fuck <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
0: because lance and bobby fall over nothing was wrong with bobby at all except she fell in the water and she's dead Yep. I don't. I don't think there's even a line of dialogue where Suzanne's like, "Oh my God, she can't swim." It's just like, no, she just, she's gone. Disappeared.
1: <laughs> so we Corey never found her
0: again. Also, I don't. I haven't mentioned this yet, but saying Corey's name reminds me. Corey has Feldman. the worst reaction shots. He, his face is always doing something weird.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> like always. Yeah, I didn't think about that.
0: Also, whenever they're partying, they're listening to a song that's literally the same chorus for like eight minutes. <laughs> Yep, noticed that. That I noticed. <laughs> uh,
1: so, this is where I think the movie starts getting kind of interesting. They yeah, they end up finding out that Walter's being a fucking crazy person, and they keep him under lock and key. Right. What's it's it's not it's not only that
0: it's not only that they're keeping him. Of course, it's like oh this guy's acting like a fucking creep. He tried to like rape Bobby, and he's like. We're going lock and- him in a room. Yeah, so we're gonna lock them away. It's not even that. It's that people are now at the point where certain characters start losing losing their minds Suzanne. or start making affiliations to benefit themselves so they can fuck over the other people. And I think that's where the movie gets a little interesting, idea-wise. Where it's like, yeah, right. there's this there's this fucking cat. Mutated <laughs> cat but... that's running around eating people, but <laughs> but that's not what's scary. Now people are starting to go crazy.
1: And There's Walter just handing a briefcase to the cat inside of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a briefcase and- is not a briefcase. Yeah, so- what do you think about this, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fucking Walter. You'll kill those fucking kids now, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was already trying to. <laughs> yeah, I beat him.
0: <laughs> um, yeah because Corey takes Corey takes walter down also the whole time corey has been trying to ask like walter fucking questions about success and stuff he's been like a fucking dick the whole time he's like yep. fuck you <laughs> like get off my balls like i don't even want you here like why why are you on my boat
1: yeah and um, then they're like well Corey, we need you to watch him because he's a bad bad man and i'm gonna give you
0: a gun Corey. like Corey, who's basically like a
1: trump youth who's yeah. like
0: Wow, getting money on Wall Street fucking people over. That sounds interesting. I want to know again on that. It's
1: like, let's give him a gun. We can trust him. <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah, trust give him a him gun. to Walter. And yeah. then it's like, hey, guess what? You want money? Yeah, I want money. <laughs> like, I'll betray <laughs> everyone I know for that. And he does. And Walter opens
0: up a, 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 a wall safe that has, like, big gold suitcases full of a million each. Mm-hmm. And uh, he pays Corey off with that. So now him and Corey have
1: an allegiance and out uh, off to kill the kids. <laughs> yeah. So but now they're walking through the the ship while Corey's trying to get him off the ship. And they're mm-hmm. putting a little cat food around to see if he'll like come out and get it. And... Yeah. And they poisoned the cat food. Yeah.
0: Is it cat food? Is it tuna?
1: It's whatever. What's, the, what's yeah. the difference between cat food and tuna?
0: I mean, I'm not, when you say cat food, you usually think like meow mix, like dry
1: food. Oh, I'm thinking wet food.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: figure it was just some type of
0: fish they had on ship, like tuna or some type of can preserve, because later on somebody tries to eat it.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was uh, what's her face, Suzanne. Yeah.
0: yeah, Suzanne. Yeah. Um, yeah. They 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 put the cat food out there and all all that, and you know, Corey is telling Suzanne because they're getting pretty hot and heavy and stuff, and he's like, "Don't worry, baby." Like. You can trust me. I've made some deals like and No, way. Like, yeah,
1: a- but I think I got bit by that cat or something even though I don't have any mark and there was never a scene of it. Yeah. Belown the fucking hold. <laughs> well, no, she she doesn't. Oh, I thought That's she a- did. like start and they threw No, she, her over. she's just
0: going crazy from like starvation and being on the boat for that long. She's going insane. Right.
1: I thought she she ended up actually being bit by the cat or something.
0: No, no. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh uh fucking so cory is like yeah i made a deal with walter no way this is gonna blow up on my face which he's right it doesn't blow up in his face but a pipe does yep <laughs> because he's down the hold with a gun and the cat's down there and he tries to shoot it and he hits one of the fucking uh like one of the pipes down there and steam shoots in his face and like melts his face his off his face like yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the cat just like walks over, is like ah, eh, all right, <laughs> just like fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> and
1: uh, at, this point,
0: at this point, the only people that are really staying sane is Rachel and Martin, who are like two smart characters. Yeah. Walter is there, but he's going crazy, and he's just like, I'm not gonna be able to get my money, but I have like nine million dollars on this boat, so who gives a fuck?
1: <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm. Suzanne is like fucking losing it, like she's gone, like she's talking to herself, she's like fucking going insane. Mm-hmm. Um, she's starving. Uh, she goes down into the the same hole that where uh Corey died down the steam room, and she's like, I'm so hungry. I want to eat this food they put out there. And even Martin was like, Don't eat the food down there. Like they poisoned it. And he locks up the. They just want to
1: keep it for themselves.
0: Yeah, we're going to ration the food because there's, like, a whole bunch of us, and, like, we don't want to, like, starve, and that's what we had to do until we get, like, saved. And so she goes down there, she's, like, she sees the cat or and she has, like, the food in her hand, and she eats it. She's like, I knew they were fucking lying. I knew they were lying. And the cat comes up. She's like, oh, no. It's like, oh, you wouldn't hurt me because I'm like your mom because she's the one that brought the cat on originally, and she was right. like, oh, it's my baby. And she's, like, been very protective about what pops up. And the cat looks at her and immediately she chokes on the food. <laughs> she It was poison. And she just dies from that. So the cat doesn't even kill her either. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so uh, at this point, they're about to run into another storm. The great thing also is that they use a miniature of the yacht. And mm-hmm. it's the shittiest toy
1: boat. Yep. It looks really bad.
0: <laughs> like it's worse than the SS minnow. <laughs> Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Like, <laughs> it looks so bad where they pull, like, far away shots of it. Uh, they hit a bad storm. Uh, they're like, we need to get out of here. And Walter's like, I'm not leaving my money behind. So he goes downstairs. And also, earlier, where Corey had the gun, he shot a hole in the ship. So, like, when the storm hits, like, the ship is immediately starts flooding. Yep. And uh, so, Walter's like, I need to get my briefcases or whatever. And like Martin's like, uh, don't don't do that. The cat is he's guarding like, briefcases. It literally is. And he goes down there. He's like, I got my money. The cat's like, like, hell you are. You owe me at least two of those cases. I killed a couple of those kids.
1: <laughs> like, ah, like, one poisoned herself. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm taking the money.
0: <laughs> I'm not giving partial credit. <laughs> Money's on mine. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to bite you. He's like, oh, shit. And he does.
1: And he dies. Warren comes in, finds him dead, sees mutant cat, goes, ah, and then runs away. And they get onto the lifeboat, and they're like, oh, my God, we made it. And this then this segment, this segment, this whole stretch right here, from them jumping off the ship
0: to getting in the lifeboat, maybe one of the best stretches of film I've seen in yeah. a while.
1: But continue so they're floating away, and they're like, "Okay, we made it, and we got his money! You're Hooray!" And yeah, uh? just Martin and Rachel. That's the Yeah, just Martin. And Martin's like, "Yeah, we got, we have so much money, we could go make a life for ourselves." And then the cat shows boat. back up onto the boat. He's like, "Ah!" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh God, what do we do now?" And he smacks it with the the fucking briefcase. And it falls off the boat, and then he goes to throw the briefcase at it in the water, and she's like, wait, no, and opens up a bag, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's filled with a million dollars. I should probably put that in the bag. Instead of just immediately chucking a million dollars down at a cat. Which he was about to. Which he was about to, and then he throws it, and then it's just the cat sailing away. On top of the briefcase. It's not even the house cat. It literally, it's literally—it's the puppet. It's that just the mutant puppet cat just sitting, staring at them in a storm, so upset, floating dude. away. It is the end scene of Titanic. <laughs> if
0: you—if you look up, Uninvited, 1988 movie. And you hit images, I'll you'll just see post that image. the meme I made of it, and <laughs> Let's do it you'll see the image of that cat on the briefcase, and it's perfect um, so they're finally find uh land, and um this is a pretty interesting this is a pretty great cameo. I't do know if you caught this, but um, a Caribbean officer they're in his office, and they're like, "Wow, it's a great thing we found you, like uh." You guys were very lucky. Uh, we're, we're gonna go try to find the ship. Do you, do you know who that Caribbean officer was played by? No. But do you look familiar to you? He did. So that's Austin Stoker, who you may know best as Bishop from uh, *A Song Precinct 13. Oh no, shit! Yeah, oh man. damn! Song Preaching* 13, and you'd see him in some other, you know, B movies and stuff like that. But that was his claim to fame. And I looked at him like, I know that guy. I'm like, and I, I just watched *A Song rewatched assault precinct 13 recently that's but yeah great, great. Uh, just a little cameo from him on uninvited so that's pretty cool um uh, and there's a little bit of slapstick where you know he's like takes the case from him and he's like oh no we're gonna take the briefcase <laughs> there yeah they fuck <laughs> off it's like all right let's start our new life and they live happily ever after and then we cut to a scene of a child on a beach and he's playing on the beach and he's like holy shit there's a fucking cat on the
1: beach <laughs> And there's an empty briefcase where the cat was sitting. Yeah, he picks the cat up and he turns the cat... And it's cat the like weirdest fucking stop I've ever seen.
0: It's a freeze frame and then a zoom in. <laughs> and this kid just awkwardly standing there with his cat. Credits.
1: Yep, that's the movie. <laughs> that is uninvited.
0: Um, If you guys want to watch this movie, we probably should put this up at, at, at the close to the front of it but it is on shutter right now mm-hmm. you can check it out um vinegar syndrome also put out a great blu-ray release of it um that that and, and you know the one on shutter the the rip of it on shutter is from the vinegar syndrome cut right. of the film um print of the film so both are in great quality um uninvited i like uninvited i think uninvited is fucking rad <laughs> I mean, it's not a great movie, but as far as these like bad kind of B-movies go, I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a fun movie. I just would prefer
0: to watch it with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's entertaining, but it's like, uh, oh, my God, it's so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it feels it's, like, it's like a dumb. Fun, It feels like a barely finished film. But it's cool seeing George Kennedy, who I love. And there's another movie that we need to watch with him in it. Dude, fin- finish the George Kennedy trilogy. <laughs> there. Uh, Demon Warp, uh, and which I think I mentioned, uh, i mentioned it before, but it's also, we talked about another movie. I forgot which one from the director of Demon Warp as well. I can't remember which movie we talked about. Um, but, uh, Kluh Gulliger is in it. Love him. Uh, yep. if you ever seen. The remake of Professionals with Lee Marvin, Clue Gulligar. There is a scene where Clue Gulligar slaps Ronald Reagan, who also acts in that movie. He slaps him in the fucking face in that film. That's
1: pretty awesome. So. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I could have done that. Yeah. I'd slap uh, the mommy off his lips.
0: <laughs> yeah. And super, like, super in shape, Clue Gulligar. He was, like, young and handsome and stuff. It's pretty cool seeing him, like, in that condition and stuff. Um, But uh, yeah, Unified is fun. If you want to watch a cat with the inside a cat killing people, watch it <laughs> Cat ways then check it out i don't really have any other back uh background information i don't think other than that uh oh the one thing i wanted to mention is so we brought the cat and the truck uh they reuse sound effects the cat only makes two noises yep, yep. it's like two mouths and also whenever the truck flips when we were talking about like when the truck flips and doesn't blow up they use the exact same glass breaking sound like 12 times in a row. <laughs> Which Love I felt funny movie. to take note of that. Uh, oh yeah. Also when George Kennedy and Clue get dropped off to pick up uh Walter at the hotel, um the, the guy that answers the 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 valet or the front doorman that opens up the door, he looks like the hat box go from Haunted Mansion. So I took a note of that. <laughs> He's like this weird top <laughs> hat on and stuff. He looks like an undertaker for some reason. Like, who dresses like that at a hotel? Like very so yeah, good point why. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Anything else? Nope. All right. Then I guess that brings us to our next topic. Another curation of Blaze's cabin of video game, Curiosities. All right, so you texted me. Yes. About this video game we're about to talk about. Yes. And I'm very interested in it because you said, wow, this
1: was very depressing. Yes, it is very depressing. So, tell us about your depressing game of the week. Uh, it is a game called Blasphemous. It actually had uh, quite a, a bit of uh, like uh, notice. Like a lot of people have very well reviewed this game. It came out in 2019. I just got it. They came out with a new DLC recently. It's developed by the Game Kitchen and published by Team17. Uh, You play as in this kind of medieval-esque world, and it's a very Castlevania-esque type game. Um, You play as this knight known as the Penitent One, and the entire world is kind of run in the, the idea of kind of like a Catholic church kind of figure, except everyone only lives to repent until they die because they're such a horrible race of species. Oh, yeah. So like the entire time you're just like really bummed out. It's like, oh, what's my power up there? Like, we're going to put thorns growing out of your sword. So when you grab it, it hurts you. And you're like, cool. <laughs> like, and then it's like, oh, hey, there's this guy who's stuck in a fucking tree and he's caught in iron and he's in the woods naked. And he's like, hey, before I die, there were a bunch of like things that people said were super painful. Could you grab one of those for me so I can feel that pain that everyone else felt before they died so people aren't mad at me when I die from like a normal amount of pain instead of extreme pain? <laughs> like <laughs> this is a real charity real cheery game. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of
0: uh, it reminds me of uh that comic book character penance do you remember penance yeah it was like a uh, speedball after he blew up and killed all those kids at the beginning of civil war he came back as a character in penance where the only way he could activate his power was like putting himself in like extreme pain so he basically wore this suit that was like a walking iron maiden mm-hmm. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that where it's like oh you have to like hurt yourself to activate your pain in order to activate your power
1: yeah yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's super fun. It looks great. The. Uh, I mean, it. It's very much Castlevania-esque. Uh, the world is really crazily developed, and uh, artwork is amazing. A soundtrack's badass, like old school style. Um, well, not really. I, I was gonna say it's 8-bit, but it's not. They actually have like symphonic backing tracks like it, it's a really great game and looks amazing so if you check it out um i think it's 23 right now i got it on sale for six bucks nice so yeah. it is fantastic and it is on uh all consoles oh that's
0: awesome but it does it have a pretty does have a bummer of an ending is that what makes it depressing
1: i haven't beaten that shit man no i uh, <laughs> that shit is really it's just hard a bummer in general it's like a 2d souls game <laughs> Oh, but but the the game is just a bummer. Oh yeah, like the the entire way through, you're just like, oh boy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Damn.
1: They're like, hey, we noticed you like you run into like sick people from plague and stuff like that. They're like, well, we're these monks and we can't really fix anything, so we just kiss their wounds until we might die of the same disease, because it makes them feel slightly better, and then we die and then people kiss our wounds and it's a real vicious kissing cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Monkeypox.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, this sounds like a good game. I'll it's amazing. It's really if it's it really as hard like Souls or something like that, that I'm not going to
1: play cuz I'm just going to get pissed off. It's very it's it's hard. It's like a really hard Castlevania.
0: Like I don't want to be I don't want to be frustrated when I play a video game. <laughs> like wanna... you, you might want to skip it. <laughs> Yeah, you just tell me, You just tell me about it. That's fine.
1: Yeah, I'll f- I'll fill you in. And like, the more I talk to you about it, the sadder you'll hear me get. Like, I just I just don't know. Why I'm playing this anymore. I'm like, just <laughs> gonna set the phone down, walk
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> as you're as you're venting, it's like, all right, I'm done with this. Uh, cool. All right, well, that brings us to our next segment. Yep. All right, brings us to another entry into mythology, biology. All right, so what story do we have today?
1: Today, we are going to talk about the Bakaniku, or Bakanoku, or something in Japanese that I can't pronounce. Okay. I think it's Bakaniku, and uh, also known as the Changed Cat. The Bakaniku is a cat demon (laughs) at the origin of many legends. Uh, It is a member of the yokai family, which, as we have discussed before, yokai are Japanese ghosts and spirits. Mm -hmm. So it's considered a spirit. Uh, Behind its singular appearance of a big-tailed tomcat, there is a fearsome monster capable of haunting his home, throwing fire, and even devouring the master. Uh, So... In the 17th century, during the Edo period, the textile industry developed, uh, resulting in the appearance of uh, sericulture in Japan. At that time, cats were valued for driving away rats and mice that were threatening the silkworm farm. The protective animals were therefore forbidden from being sold. Thus, many alley cats populated the streets, causing legends to be born in the land of the rising sun the term Bakaniku means change cat or cat demon. It was said that the feline could transform into a demon and take control of the house. So um, let me see. I have a bunch of segregated notes on this thing.
0: I mean, so is this, I imagine this is the folktale
1: that influenced Hausu? Yeah, I'm going to guess that this is probably what it is. Um, so, it also has the ability to, uh, or our, the ability of metamorphosis, so it can change and take possession of humans and even force people to dance, which, yeah, makes Haosu make a lot more sense. No, no, uh, nothing makes that movie make sense. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's fucking rad. Uh, differentiating a Bakaniku from a domestic tomcat is actually not easy, though. Nevertheless, it is said that he likes the to lap up oil lamps and turn out the lights before he starts his haunting. So he'll drink the oil out of lamps and then start haunting the house. Um. let be new something. Yeah, where are we? So the Bakaniku's demonic spirit is able to adopt human form by standing on its hind legs or even throw fireballs. Similarly, this yokai is never left in the presence of corpses as it can wake up the dead by jumping on them. Though, so however not every cat becomes a Beniniku, to be transformed, the cat must meet one or more characteristics, such as if it gets old enough to be a Beniniku, it weighs as much as a Beniniku, or it can metamorphosis, like, change into other shit, which is a pretty, like, telltale sign your cat's not normal. <laughs> right. But yeah, if the cat hits 13 years old, weighs more than 3.5 kilogram, or possesses a very long tail, it may be a Beniniku. Or Bakaniku.
0: Your cat may be a bandico if...
1: You you better check out your cat's bandico. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was a very fitting one for today.
0: Yeah, for sure. Also, you can tell if, it, uh, if a cat comes out of your cat's mouth.
1: Yeah, if a cat comes out of your cat's mouth, it's a Bacaniku. Yeah, if it bites George Kennedy. It's a Baconator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Baconator, exactly. <laughs> Japanese demon cat, Baconator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be a Bengal bankalator? B- yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh,
1: yeah know. so there there was a lot of information on these things, and I uh, was like, I'll grab the few I find interesting and throw them in a notepad, and then I'm like, ah, fuck, I didn't. Usually I change it so the notepad's all in one line, but it's like, oh, you gotta scroll all the way to the right. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> well, you're not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well,
0: that is another episode of Bladed Apples. Um, next week we are going to do the other idea, which i will probably watch one of them tonight, where we're going to be comparing the original and the remake of the Toolbox Murders. Yep. Uh, Toby. Her- Toby Hooper did the remake, right? Yeah, Toby Hooper. I've never seen the remake. I've only seen the original,
1: it's which starred Cameron
0: Mitchell. <laughs> uh. And I haven't seen the remake. I hear it's fucking awful. It's pretty bad. I hear it's really, really bad. But the original one is kind of an exploitation staple. Was, uh, I don't know if it's a staple, but I mean, it's it's a moderately popular exploitation film. The movie, not a other... staple. Huh?
1: The movie, not a staple.
0: Oh, sh- sorry. I-, I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be next week. Um, in the meantime, if you want to reach us, you can. You can reach us at the email, uh, at gmail.com You can also, of course, message us on Instagram. And I mean, with any comments, questions, concerns, requests, uh, if you've seen uninvited, uh, there's a lot of uninviteds. But trust me, someone with a fucking cat.
1: And George <laughs> I, Kennedy.
0: And George Kennedy and Gulliger. um If it's if it's that one then tell us about or tell us about the other invi- the uh, one of the other uninvited films uh, there was that there's a lot one, and there's ones yeah just like at least five horror films called uninvited or the uninvited um thanks to stefan mize for doing our artwork uh awesome guy follow him on instagram under uh, stefan mize we crawling panther tattoo uh that's a tattoo parlor in o'cala that he tattoos out of awesome guy uh great artist loves horror so check out his stuff uh blaze for putting all this together and our soundtrack and editing being an awesome friend and co-host and uh yeah i think those are all. all true yeah that's <laughs> all I, big old big old donger on him, also yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> biggest, biggest, Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it just it, it actually just reminded me of one of the jokes 20 percent more it's only twenty percent more than what. But before before that, it was like, oh, I was actually gonna make everybody else the smaller. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, anything else to add?
1: No, nope, that's it for me. Cool.
0: All right. Until next time. Remember. See you later, fuckers. <laughs> and every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. All right. See you.